0: Uh, good morning, everybody! It is a new day. T row in the morning show time. What do you think, Teach? Like I'm peeking out big time here. Is it just
1: right in the right area for you? You're pretty close to the right area. Right area? Yeah, okay. You're a little hot, but uh, not bad. Not I'm going to bring it down a little just bit. Slightly, just a chat. Check what? you like check
0: check. When this thing this thing has like Christmas lights on it, yeah. And uh when it We turns, can't have
1: you peeking at six oh four in the morning.
0: Well, when it turns yellow, I feel like uh like uh, there is a it is attached to an alarm next to Drake Dyken's bed. And <clears throat> if it ever turns red, which I did there momentarily, like instantaneously like a fireman, you know, he is bursts into action. Slides down a pole, races to wherever I am in the United States, and turns my levels down. <laughs> so just for a second there, I was in the yellow and then I hit red a couple of times and I panicked. I was like, Oh my god, Drake's gonna get me in so much trouble. But you're comfortable right there. Are you I'm comfortable very right comfortable. there? Am I too am I too low? No, still? you're good. You're beautiful. Okay. I'm good morning, it. everybody. It is a new day, and I am live today in Auburn, Alabama. How about that? Friday, January 28th. We are brought to you today, as we always are, by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Folks, uh, spring is closer than you might realize. Extreme Outdoor Equipment is OKC uh, Metro's exclusive dealer of CF Moto Power Sports. It's the hottest thing going right now. CF Moto Power Sports. Check them out. TJ, good morning. How are you today?
1: I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Oh
0: All right. Talk
1: to me. No, I'm good. I'm good. What's wrong? I, it's just we've talked about this before. I work with some people that I have to, you know, I'm I'm mom, and they don't even realize I'm mom. And, uh-huh. you know, I pick up after some things, and I look after some things, some other things. I'm like, how does this even get like this? Mm-hmm. Um, but I I clean it up. I take care of it. And then I feel like I'm that way on a lot of mornings, like right before we go on the air, I'll pop on Twitter. Let's see, make sure I didn't miss anything overnight. And I can't tell you how many times I do that, how many mornings I do that. And the first thing that fills my thread is Carrie Murdoch fighting with someone on Twitter. And it's, it's not just normal fights. It is language and words and... Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? So then it sucks me in, and I have to try to find like, the original tweet that started all this and the guy calling him names and him calling him names and something about this server and that server, and it's Yahoo's fault. And don't try to blame Yahoo. You never worked <laughs> your day in your life, you slob. And I, I don't know. It's like so many mornings. Kerry Murdoch has spent overnight fighting with someone on Twitter. It just oh, happens all man. the time. <laughs> I think by
0: his own admission, Kerry. <laughs> enjoys a glass of whiskey i've heard him talk about <laughs> yes that i
1: know he does um in fact Maybe. the last couple of times i've seen carrie out somewhere it is leaving a liquor store like i'm pumping gas at a gas station next door to one and here comes carrie murdoch so <laughs> that is true i know sometimes that uh, i think in the evenings is
0: a bad combination i think twitter <laughs> and whiskey not that uh, for anybody could be a bad combination but <laughs> i don't know if that's the case here i shouldn't Speak out of a turn Typically
1: but. I know he's been in a fight with someone too Because it'll uh, the tweet that comes up uh, First on my thread or something Will be the end And it's something like uh, Well Twitter's not real life anyway So grow up Something along those lines
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man That was, uh, my, that was
1: my morning <laughs> That's funny Hey I'm in Auburn teach You're in Auburn I don't know that you've ever been in Auburn for a show Never been in Auburn for a show. Add
0: this this to that promo you made of all the different places we've done the show from, okay? I got it made.
1: It's in here. I always forget to play it. Yeah, because I never play it. It's loaded in here. Let's play it today. I'll try to find it. We got to add Auburn. One problem is I never remember what I save it under when I go and add places to it. That's why he's the best, folks. That's why he
0: is the best engineer, producer. There's no doubt. uh, Whatever your title is, uh, program director in the business. Um, yeah, I'm looking, we're staying at a really nice place. It's like a resort kind of out in the country. I mean, it's not, a uh, resort's too strong of a word, but not really. I mean, it's a Marriott, but we're kind of out in the country. We're in Opalika or Opelika, I don't know how you pronounce it, 20 minutes away from the arena. It's probably like if you, if a bird was to swoop you up and you rode the back of a bird, to the arena, it'd take you about five minutes to get there, but we've got to wind around through the hills and back roads, and it's twenty minutes to get there. And as far as I've seen, there's no birds with saddles uh, so far, but maybe that'll change today. But anyway, uh, we're we're in a remote location, somewhat. It's on like a golf course, and there's a. It's really nice. Uh, some uh, walking trails I was hitting last night, Teach. It's beautiful here. Uh, but everything is orange and blue, as you might imagine. The carpet I'm looking at right now and the whole resort, orange and blue. Uh, all the cars in the parking lot have Auburn car flags on them. Uh, all of the houses, as we were coming in, have their Auburn flags flying out front. <laughs> so there's no doubt where we are right, right. now. We are. We are deep in the south, in the heart of Alabama. Well, not in the heart of Alabama. We're on the
1: edge of Alabama. And uh, uh, we are in Auburn country. For I, sure. I was relieved to hear your voice before we went on the air this morning. So, Watch out. Well, when I saw uh, your pictures on uh, the gram or Twitter, wherever you posted that. Yeah, the, IG, of, the, the IG. The The trails yeah. you were walking on last night. A little frightening? I was really concerned about you and wondering if you were going to make it back to your hotel. Yeah, I don't know that I'd be going walking in the woods uh, in a strange place like that. Cross my mind. Cross my mind. So uh,
0: there are are, uh, an intricate system of walking trails here. If you take the whole loop, it's 5.2 miles. But, you know, how they have different colored arrows. If you want to take this, you know, this trail, you follow the yellow arrows. If you want to take this trail, you follow the red arrows. So you could take, you know, whatever, however long you want to go. I went about two and a half miles last night. But, and it's beautiful. You're going through uh, the woods. There's a couple of lakes there you go by. There's a, like I said, there's a golf course. But, but I was out there by myself, and at one point it dawned on me, I don't really know what lives out here. Like I, there was no one else out there. I didn't see any
1: other walkers. Well, your picture, it was it was just the woods. I mean, there, yeah, there was nobody. You said it was a walking trail, yeah. but there was no one in front of you or anything. So no, I was the worried. team. The team had gone to. They went over to get a,
0: a about an hour shoot around in last night, but it wasn't at the arena because there was a women's basketball game. Uh, the Auburn women were playing Tennessee last night. So they uh, got to use the practice gym. And I was like, I'll go to practice tomorrow, but I don't really have any reason to go go over there and watch them just shoot free throws and whatever in a practice gym. I'm interested in seeing the arena, but I'm not all that interested in seeing the practice gym. Plus I'll see it today. They're practicing there today. So I was like, I'm going to hang back. I'm going to get a walk in. I'm going to watch the soccer game. I'm going to hang back. But, so I'm out in the middle of the woods taking this walk, and it dawns on me. There's nobody else here that I could call if I was attacked right now <laughs> by whatever may live in these woods. All, all of the rest of our traveling party went to the, to the campus. And uh, I don't know the number for the hotel, I don't know. I'm a mile, you know, I'm a mile and a half deep in these Alabama woods, and I was like, "Do they have bears down here? Do they have uh, bobcats? You know, I have no idea what kind of wildlife lives in the woods of Alabama." Right. So my heart started to race a little bit, uh, and I decided I'm probably probably going to turn around right here, and I and I went back home. So yeah, you bring up a good point. It is like uh, – there is like a retirement community kind of around this place. Uh, so, surely there's nothing too dangerous around here. But I just don't know. I don't know.
1: Well, but I'm glad it. you were concerned for you me. Made that it makes me feel good. Uh, that's no joke. I was. I'm like, oh, I don't know if that was a smart decision on his part. So, but you're, you made it. Got to get my it. steps in, Teach. I'm trying to you remember my new year's resolution? Oh, that's right, I had forgot about it, but now that you're mentioning it, yes, I do remember you saying you were trying to do that so i'm i'm I think I'm off to an
0: okay start. I'm trying to get in five hundred miles this year, and uh I am at thirty two so far, so to get to five hundred. I'm going to have to average almost a mile and a half a day, TJ. You probably don't know this, but there are 365 days in a year. So somewhere between uh, 1.2, 1.5 miles a day, I have to average. But like the summer days, I'm going to be able to really rack up some mileage, you know? I'm going to say,
1: yeah, this time of year, it's hit or miss on whether you can get out and do that. right?
0: Anything I can get in the winter is bonus. And uh, I've been lucky the last couple of days. I found a couple of nice places
1: to get to chalk up some miles. So it's been good. Amazing the number of banjo uh, texts I've already received on the text line this morning <laughs> telling you to run if you hear banjo music. So. <laughs> I think that's Arkansas, isn't it? Is that uh, deliverance? I think, Is that the... I think our texters are just lumping them all in together this morning. <laughs> the, SEC. the whole SEC
0: country. I'm going to tell you, my first impression of SEC life – Pretty good. Really? Pretty good. Well, that's breaking
1: the, news right there.
0: I think the hotel is one of the nicest I've ever stayed in. The food, we were looking at each other yesterday like we've eaten two meals here. The second meal last night, Kevin and I were like, this is good. This is really good food they're serving us down here in uh, Alabama. Essie's. I don't know if it's because we're the new guy or uh, or if this is the life we're about to live, Teach. But uh, so far, so good. So you're good. saying
1: they eat better in SEC country Not than so in Big country, country. Huh?
0: So far, uh, yeah, so <laughs> far that's the case. <laughs> Amazing. Um, We'll see how they treat us on Saturday. But I think it'll be pretty good. I mean, one, we don't have Trey Young with us. And two, my we'll ask uh, Auburn's play-by-play guy, Andy Burcham, is going to be on with us today. The reception for Oklahoma joining the SEC has been overwhelmingly excited. The SEC is excited. The Big 12 hates us, but the SEC is excited. So I think the reception Saturday will, for the most part, I mean, they're going to want to win a basketball game, but I don't think we're going to walk in and be the enemies of the state. You know what I mean? Like we were when Trey was on our team. I got you. When Trey, when, we, when, Trey, <laughs> when Trey played for OU, we needed extra security everywhere we went. <laughs> yeah. He was so hated by everyone because of the tray meter on the TV. But uh, not now. No, Who are you going to hate on this team, Teach? Who's the most
1: unlikable guy on this you OU team? You just made me angry team? just mentioning the tray meter. Ugh, yeah. The Trey meter. Most unlikable guy yeah. on this team. It might be me. I, it might be. Me. It might be you. I would say just from the look, with the beard and the headband, and his uh, style of play, it's yeah. Tanner Groves is your answer to opposing fans. Yeah, Bijan Cortez, I think, has a chance <laughs> to become that guy. So Ooh, those baby. are your two. Those are your two candidates. Right yeah, there.
0: T- Tanner will turn and shush a crowd, and uh, that that makes him. Uh,
1: B. just angers them because the, uh, the uh, equipment manager has run out onto the floor. Like, what? what's he doing? Get off the floor!
0: They're just mad because they can't get their hair as silky and shiny <laughs> as his is.
1: It is silky and shiny.
0: <laughs> I asked Tanner yesterday. I was walking to the bus with Tanner, and I said, be honest with me. Could your brother even grow a beard if he tried? And he goes, ha, no chance. I was like, he's got like a baby face. Like, he looks like a cherub and he goes yeah i know he's like a rosy cheeks and everything he goes he's i don't even think he's ever shaved in his life it's hilarious
1: oh poor guy <laughs> <laughs> he does the look at it's him it's so weird like... it's so weird when you look at siblings sometimes and you're like really you two are related
0: right grizzly adams and his angel-faced brother <laughs> right that's what they are Oh man, Teach, we got a packed show today. Uh let's take a break. When we come back, we'll run down the lineup that does include a visit from Kevin Henry live today. He's going to join me live. Put the headset on here next to me. Uh and I have found out some new information. Yet a new trait for Kevin Henry. That had me rolling on the floor laughing last night, TJ. I'm not talking about the hamburger with the fork and knife. I'm not talking about the mind control with waking himself up at any point. I have yet more information about my partner that I cannot wait to share with you What a
1: fascinating, multi-layered man he is.
0: Uh, He is the most interesting man in the world, there is no doubt. We're live in Auburn, Alabama today. It's the T Row in the Morning Show brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. We'll be back.
2: The T Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full line dealer for bad boy zero turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations I 35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I 44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108.
1: Hero in the Morning Show, Toby and TJ back with you this hour. Brought to you by Norman Regional Health System with the uh, Norman Regional Hospital, Norman Healthplex, and a number of specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area. Norman Regional Health System here to serve you all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs, and we thank them for that. Yeah, thank you. Not an not easy time they're going through right now. Uh, breaking news! Late last night, we may have an answer on Jackson Dart. Oh, what do you got? I don't have anything, but all of the uh, top-notch reporters on Twitter last night have figured out he has been admitted to Ole Miss. There you go. So he was admitted yesterday. He's not enrolled, but he was admitted to Ole Miss yesterday, so Jackson Dart appears to be going to Ole Miss. No word on uh, Trig yet, so I don't know if they're going together or not, but uh, word is Jackson Dart to Ole Miss. That is the latest on him.
0: Well, the girlfriend broke that story. Yeah, put it on a gram. um, it looks like uh, maybe that's the direction we're going now. I was told about a week ago, don't tell anyone. This is by an OU Insider. Don't tell anyone but Jackson Dart is one hundred percent going to OU. So that tells you how much faith you can put in insiders sometimes.
1: What's funny is I was looking this morning to see if there was more from last night when I was seeing this stuff about Jackson Dart and uh you know, so I put it in the search bar on Twitter and pull it up, pull up all the tweets and this guy's like uh Able to report, um, I am confirming Jackson Dart to Ole Miss, blah, blah, blah. He goes on and on about the enrollment and all this. And so I was like, who is this guy? And I click on him, and it said something like, uh, he had like 112 followers and said, I work in technology, and I'm a dad of three and love to fish. And I said, well, well, I'm glad that you're reporting this then. So... (laughs) 112 followers <laughs> I'm able to report and can <laughs> confirm uh, <laughs> That's hilarious I was like <laughs> But uh, that uh, appears to be true You know, uh, you, you mentioned the girlfriend She tweeted out, or I guess Put some stuff on Instagram last week And then had started following a lot of Oldest yeah. coaches and players And so it kind of Started to lean that way So that's what it's sounding like He's, he's not enrolled, but he has been admitted Alright, little yeah. lefty You the man we are riding. Uh, we are
0: riding. Uh, what, what's his? Uh, uh, Dylan, Dylan Gabriel. Gabriel now. yes. he's the man. I, I mean, that had to be the deciding factor, right? And I don't blame him. But that had to be the deciding factor. Oh, you couldn't tell him that it's his job. There's no. Yeah. There's no way they could have. And he, in the end, was n- not confident enough to just say, "All right, let's make it a competition." So. Dylan Gabriel, the stage is yours, my friend.
1: I need to apologize to you. Um, Yes, you do. I got here this morning, and we were all out of the shirts that uh, the gentleman brought the station Uh yesterday, so I didn't get to save you one. So I apologize (laughs) for that. (laughs) I did see (laughs) that. I knew you would have wanted one of those. Yeah. A time to move on for some people out there. Time to move on. Look, <laughs> Here's what's funny. It was a whole box of t-shirts. And I thought to myself, huh. Kind of cool that the guy took the time and did that. But, like, it's a whole box of t-shirts. I left here at 2 o'clock yesterday. And at a uh, little after 4... Drake called me and said every T-shirt is gone. And I'm like, what? He goes, it's been an endless, <laughs> it's been an endless people uh, stopping by rotation and of people coming through our parking lot since two o'clock when it was announced on the radio.
0: That's hilarious. Guy should have sold to would Be
1: rich I, well, right he now. should have. Yeah, I
0: stood out in the parking lot and sold them. All right, you're you're ready for the lineup today. Here we go. Uh seven oh five this morning. Not long from now. Andy Burcham will stop by. He is the play-by-play voice of the Auburn Tigers. We had Andy on the show during the countdown this year. And uh, he's going to tell us about this Auburn basketball team that's ranked number one in the nation. How Bruce Pearl's done it. How he has taken a team that missed the tournament last year and turned them into the number one team in the nation. 19-1. and one is their record. So that's 7.05, Andy Burcham. 7.35, we will will visit with Kevin Henry. Now, this might need to be a two-segment situation this morning, Teach. We'll see how it goes. We're going to talk about the Auburn basketball game and the keys for OU with my partner. But we got some other bridges to cross, too, with Kevin. 8.20 this morning, Skip Johnson will visit with us. OU baseball is in preparation. They are back and they are getting going. And uh some preseason love teach for the Sooners. Did you see the D one baseball prospect list? Four of the top
1: ten in the conference.
0: I think uh, it's four of the top ten and seven of the top twenty. Right. Uh for next year's major league baseball draft. Our Sooners. Peyton Graham was the highest. He's at number three. But that new Chaz Martinez that we've heard so much about is number four. Uh, Left-handed pitcher who can also play in the field. But I think he's going to be their Friday night guy. Anyway, we'll talk to Skip coming up at 820. And in this next segment, uh, I had the opportunity last night to sit down with Coach Moser for about a nine- or ten-minute interview that aired on his coach's show last night at Rudy's. Uh, and we talked about the win in West Virginia. We talked about Auburn. So we'll play that interview for you as well. So Andy Burcham, Kevin Henry, Skip Johnson, Porter Moser. That's a show right there. That's a full show today, Teach. Now, you ready for the – should I tell you the the, the latest Kevin Henry nugget? So you can prepare your mind. Oh, and we got a top five. Is it that outrageous? I just can't wait to tell you. So I'm going to tell you right now. It's not that outrageous. It's just so on brand. Okay. So uh, Kevin Henry eats a hamburger with a fork and knife. We've established that. Yes. He, uh, uh, He does not set an alarm clock he never has in his life because he can control his mind and just wake up whenever he wants. <laughs> Some guy tweeted me this morning and said, "I set my alarm for 4:30 to go to the airport this morning and I woke up at 4:27." And I said, "Yeah, but you set an alarm." Like that's not a trick. Everybody can do that. The can you fly without a net? <laughs> That's what Kevin claims. He doesn't own, nor has he ever used an alarm clock. Here's the latest. We're on the bus, and I'm sitting on one side. Kevin's sitting on the other. The team is getting off the bus yesterday at somewhere. I don't know, airport or something. And they're going by us down the middle aisle. And I noticed that uh, Jalen Hill has a bottle of lotion in one of his side pockets. Not a small bottle, like a giant bottle of lotion. And I said to Kevin just that. I said Jalen Hills carries a giant bottle of lotion in his backpack, and he goes, "Oh, that's nothing." He goes, uh, "I'm constantly using lotion." He said, "I I use it all the time." He said, "I'm I'm washing my hands and using lotion all the time." And I said, "Okay, whatever." Some people uh, have dry skin. He goes, "In fact, uh, I probably shouldn't tell you this." but I buy bottles of lotion for my friends' houses so that when I go over to their house, I have lotion to use. What? He said, uh, the people that I frequently visit, friends and family, I purchase bottles of lotion and store them in their houses so that when I'm over their house, I have lotion that I can use. (laughs) I said, wait a second. That is the creepiest thing <laughs> why, I have ever heard. Why don't you just carry a small bottle of lotion in your pocket or maybe they maybe they've got lotion he goes I can't risk it. He goes I got to I was like so you you have friends around Norman and otherwise that have lotion in their house specifically for when you come over It's got a name tag on it. He goes, yeah, it's my bottle of lotion. They just keep it in their house whenever I get over there. He said, you wouldn't believe how much lotion I go through in a year. It's unbelievable.
1: Now, my wife is addicted to lotion, so I live with someone that uses lotion Uh a lot. Never, never has she said, I've got to buy or store (laughs) lotion (laughs) At friends or family's houses, she does what you said. She's got a small thing in her She's purse got a purse. that she keeps a little <laughs> some lotion in. That if she needs it for her hands or whatever, yeah. so that is weird. He's a lotion addict. Well, I don't care. Like, how does that even happen the first time? Like, I don't when know. He walks up to the door and like hands him a bottle of <laughs> lotion, and they're like, "Thanks." And he's like, "Well, that's going to be mine when I visit your home. So Trust please store me. that in a warm."
0: Uh, cool, warm place, yeah. He whatever. doesn't care. I promise you, he doesn't care. I, I, if anybody in my life that I've ever known would do it, Kevin Henry would knock on your door, hand you a bottle of lotion, and say, will you keep
1: this at, my ho- at your house for whenever I come over? I think in Silence of the Lamb they called that guy a serial killer. <laughs> P- puts the uh, lotion in the basket.
0: I said, he's coming out at 7.35. Last time I saw him last night, I said, 7.35, I told him where to meet me because he wants to do it in person. And he said, all right, I'll be there. I said, are you going to set an alarm? And he looked at me like crazy, like, come on now. And I said, you know what? The best storyline is you oversleep this interview. That is the greatest thing. I'm hoping so badly that Kevin oversleeps our 7.35 interview this morning. but." Fingers crossed. Probably won't happen. All right, we'll take a break. Porter Moser next.
2: The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call
0: 405-735-5510. All right, thanks, Chris. We are in Auburn, Alabama, where the Sooners are getting set to take on the number one ranked team in the nation on Saturday. We'll talk about that in a second. But first, Coach, great win for your team last night. You needed it. You got to be
2: really happy with how your guys played. I am, and uh, you're right. Toby. <laughs> we needed it. You know, for our guys, I was asked a lot of questions like, are they getting really down? Or, you know, how are you keeping their heads up? And for us, yeah, we were really upset. You know, we were, we were mad, and you want them to be mad. You don't want them to take losing. Even though you're playing the teams we were playing, Baylor and Kansas and such, you don't want them to be happy or anything. So, but we weren't down. We, we had a lot of fight in us in practice and uh, to get better. And I thought we had a lot of contributions from a lot of guys. And, uh, you know, it felt great. You could just see the the excitement and the joy in the locker room to having some of that work pay off for him.
0: One of those guys was Tanner Groves. He got his offense started early for you, ended up with
2: 20 points. Good to see him come alive like he did. No, we, it was, he, we saw it a little bit in the second half of Baylor. He had those two threes, and he saw the ball going in. And then he came to the next practice, and like the first four possessions that we were in lot going live in practice – he like took the ball, went and scored it. I mean, he just he had that the same mentality as we saw last night against West Virginia. He just had that mentality. I'm gonna go score it. I'm gonna go put it in. He got a hook shot. He was he was demanding it in the post. For a couple games there, he wasn't really demanding it in the post. Um, he, he knocked down some threes. I mean, it was I thought it, I thought he had a great bounce. We ran a play to him right to open up the game just to get his mentality going. And uh, perfectly executed. he was yeah. Mo set a great screen. Jacob set a nice pass. It was it was um, but it was. It It was something that we we need him. That's kind of scoring punch from him, and it was great to see him get back to that confidence level. Mo Gibson didn't have a huge scoring night
0: for you but was outstanding on the defensive end. Really, his whole game last night was great.
2: I thought he had the best all-around game of anybody on the floor. and uh, He did so many things, When you the little things. Uh, His transition defense, his leadership, um, you could just see he was trying to get so much into the game with the scout. Um, He brought the ball up for us a lot. You know they were heating up our point guards, and so we went to the secondary defender, and which Mo was, that was guarding Mo, and uh, we brought it, we used him to bring it up a lot. Um, he he just did so many things. He set screens. He had five steals. Um, I mean, hit two big threes when we needed it. I mean, just I thought he had one of his best all around games of the year. You tweaked the
0: lineup a little bit last night. Uh, you started Jacob, so both of the Groves brothers were out there, and Jacob delivered for you. I thought.
2: Yeah, I, thought he, I, I thought, thought he was great in the line. He's been just really embracing so much of what we're doing. And his energy, his his body language, his positivity, everything was good. And, um, and you know, he, he took advantage of his minutes. I mean, he's been doing that and uh, hit a big one at the end of the half. Um, but it's just his bounce and his energy. He's really improving his defense technique. I think he came in, you know, being 6'9". And uh, I don't know if he's ever really worked on technique. I think he just worked on his length. And all of a sudden he's facing the level of athletes he's had and now he's, he's getting his balance, he got his head back defensively, uh, he's able to use his length and not get beat so easily um, which is really helping us but I love his, um, his belief, his attitude, his mojo all those things is, was really why we infused him in the lineup.
0: All right. The reason that we're here tonight is because because you uh, tweak the road trip a little bit. It feels kind of like an NCAA tournament. You win last night. You're playing again now on Saturday, uh, but an opportunity for your team to really get ready for Auburn
2: now. You know, once we looked at it, and we just like it was it was the late game, the eight o'clock game. By the time we would have got back, you know, they had gone to class and turned around and leave the next morning um it just made sense we got some study halls going here um we were able to sleep there in uh west virginia last night and then flew in this morning um but it was it was it was good and i'm glad i heard it was sleeting and then uh in in Norman, my daughter she 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 channeled her inner Chicago and she rolled up a snowball this big nice. and sent it to me this morning. Like sent me a picture of it. She uh, I think she used every ounce of snow that was in like a fifty <laughs> by fifty square footage. But um, yes, yeah, so that would have been an issue landing last night and all that stuff. So it's worked out great here. We're going to get the scout going, um, some shoot around, some practice here, and uh, be ready for Auburn on Saturday. All right, let's talk about the uh, challenge of Auburn, the number one ranked team in the nation how are they 19 and 1 why are they so good a combination of a lot of things one um they play really hard uh they, they they defend you they get up in you um and they play really hard on both ends they run the floor offensively relentlessly um transition defense is going to be a key which i thought was one of our keys of the win i thought we had some of the best transition defense all year against West Virginia. Uh, we kind of took out their crowd by getting back. But uh, and then they got, they got elite talent. Jabari Smith could be the one, two, or three NBA pick. Katie Johnson, um, they have three or four guys that are averaging over 13 a game. Uh, they're defending. Uh, they're shooting it. They offensive rebound. They win the foul line game. They've had games where they've had multiple games, over 20 free throws. So they're doing a lot of good things in a lot of different areas. Um, and and then you've got to handle this crowd. Could be one of the best crowds in college basketball. So um, that's, that's why they're number one.
0: How do you feel about the uh, challenge, you know, the SEC, the conference back and forth like this, and specifically kind of where it falls in the middle of your conference
2: season? You like that? You hate that? I've never done it. Uh, I've been doing this a long time. I've never done it like this. Um, so we'll see. you know, I'm just after a big twelve win, I'm like trying to get another big twelve. like you're, you're in this conference race. So to take a step back, um, but uh, it gives us an opportunity. You know, why not Oklahoma going in there? You know, why not? You know we, we know, we know we're up against, um, but we've this is our second time we've faced a number one team on the road. When we played Baylor, they were number one in the country. And so this is the second time we're doing this. And I thought we had our moments at Baylor. You know, um, had it at five, when uh, I think, when they blocked that shot out of the corner, off that side out-of-bounds play. Um, so we've played Kansas. We've been at Texas. So we've played some elite team defenses. So it gives us an opportunity.
0: Two more questions, and we'll uh, set you free. Jabari Smith, you mentioned. Walker Kessler, he's 6'10". Walker Kessler, 7'1". So size is one of the things that really jumps off the screen at you. What do you do to contend with the front line that these guys have?
2: Well, it's very, we, we haven't seen this where you get your four man is like a guard at 6'10, and that's why he's on a lot of draft boards because <laughs> um, he can shoot and do a lot of things. So you start to, you got to really think about because we switch a lot. So are you really going to switch in there? So we, we've been really talking about that a lot. Um, but, you know, we got to be physical with them. I mean, Walter Kessler's 7'1 and he really gets down. They set a lot of ball screens, they try to manipulate you in ball screens. Um, so, but we got to keep them off the glass. Um, but defending the three-point line is going to be key. They have so many guys, Flanagan, Katie Johnson, um, you know uh, Jabari Smith, that can really shoot it. we really got to defend that three-point line is going to be a key. All
0: right, we'll finish like this. The Academy Sports and Outdoor question for Coach tonight comes from the fans. This is from Vance. He asks, what is your overall vision to building a team? What type of player do you look for? And is the transfer portal going to remain a big part of of your process going
2: forward so one of the things we like to do is I mean I like guys from winning programs I like guys that have won before that's there's a handful of things that I really do I like guys that win that want to win I like skill athleticism and size you know, we like to switch a lot. We, I, I like guys that can shoot and make shots, but also, you know, pass. I think, um, you know, we're building, building that because I think defensively when you get equal parts and switching, you know, Baylor's switching everything. It's, Texas is switching everything. You're seeing a lot of elite defense, Texas Tech. That's the way we've, we've played. So we're, we're building into that. But I love the skill level. Um, the transfer portal, I, you know, we started out early signing period, um, signing three freshmen that fit that. You know, Milos Uzan is having a great year. He's a six-four long point guard, very skilled passer. Um, Otega Uwa, six-four, six-five wing. Benny Schroeder, six-seven wing. So we're signing some length at the guards, and then you late you you don't know what happens with your rosters. So then that transfer portal comes out. Cause I, so I hope to do it as a blend. I really think so much you have to build a program where fans can identify with freshmen, move them up, but also you got to use the transfer portal to stay old, to stay old. Yeah.
0: All right, coming up 1 o'clock on Saturday. All right, there you go. There's a chat with uh, Coach Moser last night here at the team hotel. We'll take a timeout. Come back and uh, look at some of your text messages. Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. Voice of the Auburn Tigers, Andy Bertram, joins us. Top of the hour. We'll be back. Wake up with Toby Rowland, the
2: T-Row in the morning show, weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Oh, my God, Toby, Toby's getting held back by security. T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans.
1: Toby and TJ back with you on The Ref. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Air Comfort Solutions text line. The lotion thing that Kevin Henry does is not only weird but extremely creepy. That's a psychiatrist's dream. That's from Sooner <laughs> Fan in Texas. I was I, I can't get this out of my head now. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> like, we got him coming up live today. We can talk to him. Later. I've got friends. The thing of taking it to a friend's... I can understand my mom and dad. Like, hey, I stay at your house sometimes. Like my mom and dad, they're out of town, so. I'm traveling to their house. Probably easiest if I leave something like that there. I don't do that. Like, like there's nothing I leave at my parents' house at as, as a grown man at this point. Maybe if there's like some
0: medicine you needed, sure. or if you if you had uh, what is it where you have to inject a shot in your leg? Yeah, yeah. Keep one of, one of these just in case.
1: Right. <laughs> like, but showing up to a friend's house and saying, "Hey, I need to keep this bottle of lotion here." For when right. I come over to your house for dinner or whatever because I need lotion. <laughs> like, I understand I have quirky friends, too. I probably laugh at that when they do it. But when they leave, I look at my wife and say, what was that? Right. What's with the bottle of lotion? <laughs> so. Oh, my boy. gosh. You thought I was a lot to unlock over the years.
0: It's the – it's. I am so blessed <laughs> to have the color analysts that I do. Man. Not only are Teddy Laman and Kevin Henry great at their jobs and elite athletes in their day, but they are endlessly fascinating human beings <laughs> and as well.
1: completely opposite in how fascinating they are in their yep. styles and everything that and how they conduct themselves. So. Right. <laughs> um. Sooner uh Toby uh in the Pentagon says, Did anyone else start singing Gary Patterson's Take a Step Back when Porter Moser, yep. Moser just said it yeah? Uh, yes, I, I actually did. Uh he says, Have a great weekend. Best of luck to the Sooners. Hey, good luck to you in the Pentagon. <laughs> and the last one we have here just says Toby Rowland equals world class. And they wow. also sent me the uh How about that? The, the GIF, the GIF of the uh Lotion in the basket scene from the <laughs> silence of the Hey, lotion. are you doing Wordle by the way? No, we mentioned it yesterday. Like I don't care what people's Wordle scores are. I started it yesterday. Oh no. I'm well, not gonna, why did you I'm, do this? Well, I'm not gonna
0: share my wordle scores. Uh that I now see that what well, like as soon as you're done, it asks you if you want to share it. And it, it, I see how it's happening now. It's real easy to say, Hey, look how fast I did the Wordle today but i started it yesterday you can do one puzzle a day and uh it is kind of fun i'm going i'm going to admit when i got up this morning i said ah i'm going to check out today's wordle and you, i did it in three steps today so i'm pretty proud you of You know
1: how i am in a lot of these situations it's ted lasso thing yeah, everybody, everybody loves it. it i'm not you doing it. it you right. jerks
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's just like a little scrabble word game that you try to figure out real quick and then they only drop one a day. I think that's the appeal of it is if you could play it nonstop, you'd get tired of it in about an hour. But because they only drop one a day, it keeps you hungry, I think. So, anyway. All right, Andy Bertram, voice of the Auburn Tigers, joins us next.